0: Hi, and welcome to Work Talk with Judy and Lee. I'm Judy. I'm Lee. Today, we're going to talk about long-distance relationships.
1: Yeah, we are.
0: Lee is possibly, correct, going to be in a long-distance relationship. It's a possibility in the future. Yes. Um, and that's what prompted this conversation today. Uh, I would like to first off say that I think long-distance relationships can work.
1: There's I think a lot so, too. Of, there's
0: a lot of like footnotes to that, but I yeah. think they can work. Lots of footnotes.
1: Um, Okay, so just to give you guys, all five of you, some context, (laughs) Uh, my boyfriend, who I live with right now, um, is applying to be a flight attendant, Uh, and when you become a flight attendant, you kind of just end up living wherever the airline puts you, Uh, especially when you're junior, you usually end up where their hub is, right? So if you are a Delta flight attendant, you usually end up living in Atlanta for a while, at least until you get some seniority and you can start making some decisions about like, where you're, you know, where you're posted or whatever. Whatever the correct terminology is there. Yes. <laughs> um, and so we've decided that we are going to continue, you know, when this works out, right? When, not if, because we're manifesting this for him because he really yes. wants it.
0: let's all send good vibes to David.
1: Send good vibes to David. Um, when this happens, we are, we are going to continue our relationship uh, long distance and... You know talked about what that looks like a lot um <laughs> my my father's actually in a long distance relationship and oh, really? he has been for like god it has to be like at least 20 years now
0: What? what?
1: yeah and how he, does that
0: work we're like what
1: well so they i don't actually get along with my father's boyfriend I, or i didn't get along with him when i was a teenager
2: hector's here
1: hector do you want to be in our podcast about long distance relationships
0: Sure, why not?
1: Okay, perfect. It's recording
2: right
0: now. It's um, recording right now. Okay, continue. Your father's been in oh, a yeah. 20 so year long
1: relationship. Oh, yeah, so they started out together. My dad lives in New York, and his boyfriend, or partner, uh, lives in Connecticut. Uh, and then his partner got relocated for work, and they've been in a long-distance relationship ever since. Oh, wow. Um, okay. And it works for them. He and I don't necessarily get along. Uh, not my father, but he, my boy, his boyfriend and myself. Um They, uh, I just, I was a rotten teenager. I was bitter about the divorce, whatever. I grew up and got over it. They're still not over it. That's a story for a whole (laughs) nother podcast, though. Yes, let's, like, also asterisk that. Yeah, asterisk. We're going to asterisk that and discuss it again at a later time. Um, But they see each other all the time. Like, my dad uses all his, or or Jules, his his partner, um, can work from home. So he will, for, like, a week or two at a time, work from home from New York from my dad's apartment uh, and then my dad goes to visit him and you know back and forth and back and forth they see each other like for a couple weeks like every two or three months I think okay and it works for them I think as far as I know it works for them I don't know about the emotional toll that he does not speak about but so far so good
0: yeah I think I think it, it can work if you want to make it work right and mm-hmm. I think a lot of people find excuses to not make it work and just a quick. Quick story, quick story from, from me. Um, when I went to grad school, I broke up with my long term boyfriend at that time. We had been together for six years, and his thing was like he can't do long distance. He just knew it right off the bat. For whatever reason, he just knew he was just like I know that we'll argue a lot. I know that you know you're gonna like grow to like resent me if I ask you to stay. Like I can never do that. Like so it was just like a series of events was like okay I'm gonna move to Pittsburgh and go to school. And um, he was like, I don't want to like be dating you at that time because I know that we'll fight because he he knows me very well. He knows that like, you know, if I if I call you and you don't pick up, I'm probably gonna be like, are you dead in a ditch somewhere? (laughs) Like, why can't you pick up your phone and call me back? Um, So like he knows that that's my mentality at the time. I was just like, why don't you love me enough to like try? But I understand now that like he was really looking for like the longevity of our friendship. And he was just like, I'd rather salvage that part of it. And risk losing you as like my like partner soulmate person um because you don't want to go to hate somebody from like a bad breakup right right and so he and I are still friends like we talk we talk and text like you know we still live very far away he lives in Florida still uh where I'm originally from and I live here in Los Angeles
1: Los Angeles
0: so that's just like you know people do have a mindset of like it can't work it won't work I'm not gonna do it
1: and that's kind of how I always felt until I met David Right. You know, that was one of his, the things that he told me when we first started dating. He's like, I'm applying to be a flight attendant. I'm probably going to have to move at some point. Like, when this works out. When, not if, when this works out. Good vibes. Good vibes. <laughs> he wants it real bad, so.
0: We want it real bad, too. We
1: want it real bad, too. Yeah. Um, but there's, like, all types of questions you want to ask. Like, like we talked about, uh, you know, while we're apart, if we're apart for long distances of time, what happens if you get the itch? you know, and
0: <laughs> what does happen? I don't know. Because, you don't have to tell okay. us your
1: details. Well, no, there, there's like a logical side of me. That's like, whatever. I, I get it. Humans are humans and people have needs. And if you have an itch, scratch it, just don't go crazy. Cause you are still in a relationship and that's fine. But the like emotional side of me, I'm a Gemini. The emotional side of me is like, you're mine. What are you talking about?
0: Right, right, right. Hector, any thoughts?
2: Um, at the end of the day, it all has to come down to trust and kind of being able to distinguish physical from emotional attachment. And I think, like, in any sort of relationship, whether long distance or not, that's always going to be like a huge boiling point when you get into these kinds of situations. Especially for people like Lee and myself, homosexuals who are like much more sexually liberated in a sense yeah, to participate in this kind of culture it's one thing if, like, we're together and, like, we're doing it together and it's another thing where, like, you're 3,000 miles away and I don't know what the fuck is going on. I have to know and be confident in that, like, you're just trying to get this itch scratched and you're not going to go fall in love with this bubble butt bottom somewhere else.
0: Right, right, right. right.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I used to have this thought that... I used to think, like, if you started in the same place and then you had a long-distance relationship, it makes it stronger. Like, what are your thoughts on, like, what if you were... Let's say you... hypothetical situation you travel to a far-off place let's say you go to like Japan or you're in Europe or whatever and you meet a person you guys click right off the bat and you guys are like really like wow like you're so special you're so great do you think that type of like you want to do a long-distance relationship from that do you think it'll be
2: so funny that you should mention that because that's actually how my roommate met her current boyfriend of like three years so they went to red rocks and she met him through a mutual friend Mm. that also came from like his area so he lives in detroit she lives here in los angeles they met at this concert and they hit it off for like the entire weekend that they were there and they just kept in touch and they've been very consistently dating since then. They go visit each other every like two to three months. Comes to LA, she'll go over there and they have a very happy relationship. They FaceTime all the time. It gives me hope that that kind <laughs> right. of stuff can happen. Right. But obviously like it's all circumstantial and all at the end depends on like who you're dealing with because they were just able to vibe on a very great level and they're also both kind of hermits so it works out. Right. Okay. Um, but I think it's just kind of where you find them in that moment. And you know, I, I think maybe, like, if you're
1: able to get over the initial, like, this is not how a relationship's supposed to be and are able to move into, like, what your relationship is, right? Because as we, as the young folk, uh, continue to redefine what relationships are and, like, what the rules are and all that stuff. I actually think it might work out really well because you still get the comfort of knowing that this person who you love and who loves you is is there for you emotionally, right? They're a phone call away. You also still get all that me time. Oh my God. I love me time. I love me time. Me time's
0: my favorite. (laughs) Yeah,
1: David loves me time too. And, you know, there's there's something to be said for being, and I'm air quoting right now, alone together. (laughs) But, uh, you know, there is also that there's value to being alone like totally you know there's there's value to like sitting quietly with your own thoughts and like being alone and it's you know a lot of times in relationship you don't get that very often because especially when you live together because you're constantly there with each other
0: yeah um there's a scene in sex in the city where carrie bradshaw or like sarah jessica parker um she's just like yeah walk into the apartment he's just like where you been? How you doing? What? You, who'd you see? Who'd you meet? What'd you? What'd you know? And then sort of that's like that's
1: literally <laughs> what I asked David. I uh, every day I come home, I'm like, "How was your day? Who'd you meet? What'd you do? What'd you see?" And he's like, "Oh my God, give me a minute." <laughs>
0: <laughs> iconic, iconic scene that's lived truly. Um, My thing was like, I I always thought like if you build a strong relationship first and then you move apart, that strength will like continue because you have built something strong. But recently, I've kind of like thought like, what if you're just not adjusted to the change? Like, let's say like you know you're with someone and you guys have like a really great relationship right but then the distance like it's different then you know that person isn't there talking to you all the time and there's like a lot of changes that happen and I think people adapt to change right. very easily and some don't and I think that was like I don't think there's like a, a catch-all for whether or not a lot I of this would, is the system.
2: key phrase there is adaptation and being able right. to kind of roll with the punches we're in 2018 we yep. have so many different kinds of messaging apps we have ways of communicating that right. do not right. involve like putting a phone to your face you can look at your phone and communicate with people at the end of the day it's all about effort yeah. And you, it's understandable, especially because for people within like our age group, like twenty five plus, um, thanks, you
0: Victor. know, thanks for that.
2: People are constantly relocating, and in the current like in the world right now, where it's like nobody stays at their job forever anymore. People are relocating every three to four years, looking for the same thing, looking for a different thing. We don't know where we're gonna be in the next five to ten years. But yeah. to, to your point, having that support system and having somebody there to be there for you, essentially, yeah. even if you are like three thousand miles away that's personal effort that's personal emotion and that's investment and it's like if not to kind of like put a rein on no actually your your story fits because your old boyfriend didn't want to put the strain on your friendship so he understood that to keep that going he could still text you and everything but on a romantic side he would just not be there
0: yeah um, and I think it's, like, the honesty part of it, too. But to also be fair, I live in L.A. and I date in L.A. and I still can't get a guy to text me back here. So I really don't know. L.A.'s like, a pretty trash city, though. <laughs> really don't think that it kind of, like, really uh. matters, like, at this point. Like, distance or not distance.
1: Keep, keep an eye out for Rick, my... Rick. Oh, Rick is here. What'd you say? Do we want to what? We're gonna braid his hair. Oh, okay. We're braiding Rick's hair.
2: Oh, just,
1: uh... Yeah, we're doing a podcast. Sick. So... To Judy's point, keep an eye out for my book. Off with their heads. <laughs> the story of dating in West Hollywood has yet to be written. <laughs> but I'm putting it out there. Uh,
0: Rex just joined us. Do you have any comments on long-distance relationships?
2: Do it. Do it. Rex says do it. Nike if, if is shaking and they're sending a cease and desist letter now. Damn. Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, he didn't shit. say just do it. He said do it. You just said it now. Cease oh, and desist. Stop. Nike, I'm not stealing your shit.
1: I was merely... <laughs> pointing out what- You know what Nike would say to that? Just Just do it. (laughs) Nike would say, just just steal our shit so we can sue you. This
0: broadcast brought to you by Nike, but not.
1: Cease and desist by Nike. Just (laughs) maybe do it.